Yo, 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 welcome back to the Since 94 podcast, or just welcome to the Since 94 podcast. Uh, my name is Nishan. And as you can tell, I'm not JB. And this is not JB with me today. Uh, introduce yourself. I'm Godin, aka Gary Daniels, aka the producer of the show. Um, filling in for JB today. So we got our wannabe JB, and you got your <laughs> regular here with Nush. Uh, and since JB's not here, and I know we do a 94 uh, trivia test every single time. I love how you're telling me like I don't know this. I know, I know, because it was your idea to do this <laughs> media thing. But you know uh, what, it's like, thing. but this could be fun if you're going to test me, so I'm kind of excited about this. Okay, so here we're going to, we're going to switch it up today. Since Johnny's not here, we're going to switch it up even more with the game. So I'm going to give you a minute on the clock. Um, has nothing to do with the year 94, just NBA, since we're going to talk NBA today. Um, I hope you've never seen this list before, or mm-hmm. this conversation, this topic, but it's very simple. There are four teams in the NBA mm-hmm. uh, that do not end with the letter S. Okay. I'm not talking city, I'm talking about the team, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lakers. Uh, yeah, 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 gotcha. So, four teams in the NBA do not end with the letter S. Okay. I'll give you one minute... To figure it out. One minute or... I mean, okay. I can do this. I can do this in one minute. All right, ready? It's tough. Okay, ready? And whenever you start, I'll, I'll start. Okay. Uh, okay, first team. Uh, the Heat. Okay. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. i say the Jazz is the second one. Yeah, okay. You're fine. Uh, I, have to, like, I have to play them all in my head right now. Uh, this took me a very long time to figure out. Yeah, because you have to like, name every team. Yeah. Like, I was drawing blanks. So, okay. So, the Heat, the Jazz... 40 seconds, by the way. Okay, so there's no Celtics, Bucks, Knicks. I'm actually, like, going in order at this point. Uh, Blazers. No. 30 seconds. Suns. Uh, Thunder. That's nice. third. There we and go. Then, last one. Come on. Uh, how do, wow, I'm kind of embarrassed now that this is, like... 20 seconds. Uh, 13th. Uh, fourth team is probably... Let's see. Mavericks. No. Um... 10 seconds. Uh, why am I blanking on this right now? Five. Four. Yeah. Eight, I, I, two. I, I couldn't think of it. Time. What was the fourth team? I, I so just, you said. I said the Jazz, the Heat, the Thunder, and. Same state as the Heat. Oh, the, mag- oh, the magic. 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 Wow, I feel so embarrassed now. If it makes you feel any better, that. Took me forever to figure out. Really? Like, I don't know why. I just couldn't. I, I literally didn't think of ja- the Heat or the or Magic. Well, you, well, you're also naming 30 teams in your head before yeah, like, yeah. you could figure out who it is. But that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, this this but is. Yeah, that was that was not bad. Three out of four. If you had 10 more seconds, you probably would have got it. <laughs> Maybe actually, I, I don't know if I have that much faith in myself. Well, I believe in you. So NBA. Oh uh, yeah, another team I believe in. Uh, opening night, Lakers Clippers. Uh, we are the Laker fans here. Yes. Yeah. Right. We can say that. I mean, I I, I guess I, I can say I'm more passive than you are about this. I think you try to be passive. I try to be passive in the sense that I'm not gonna like. Like you try not to get involved, but deep down, like it pisses you off when whenever they're not good and and we suck. It upsets me. Okay, it upsets me only in the way that like I'll tell you this. In the last, like, <clears throat> I'd say, like, five years, 
It was much better than the th- that three-year period in between. Because it's different when you suck with young dudes that are, like, moderately entertaining to watch. Yeah. Than having, like, you know that, that, that graphic that comes up every now and then with, like, that starting that one starting lineup that one night for the Lakers? Oh, like, yeah. Where it was, like, Tariq Black and, like, and, like, uh... So you're talking about, like, the Kobe years. Basically, like, that, the, the, la- the, the last... The Twilight Kobe years when he was injured and wasn't playing. It was, like, and everybody was gone. Like, that's worse to me. To be, like, a really super mediocre team than... Than to be like, like it's I wouldn't feel bad being a Hornets. I mean, not um, a Pelicans fan right now. I wouldn't feel bad. They look pretty good. But even even if they weren't good, as as like at least you could say like, you you can enjoy the prospect of watching young dudes play and have fun and like like you can get involved as yeah, a fan. I completely agree with that. You know what I mean? Like it's you can imagine what it was like to be a Clippers fan for so long prior. Yeah. To like watch them get to points where maybe they were good and then they kind of just like mediocred out and now they're great. So it, it's kind of like the it, you kind of want to be rewarded in that sense, but yeah. I'd rather have that than mediocrity, at least personally. Because there's promise. Yeah. You know, there's hope whenever you have the, the kids playing. And now, in, in, and in now the rest of the year, both LA teams went from weird a weird twilight phase to being now just relevant. Yeah. So let's talk about that that, that that game. Opening night. Lakers, Clippers. What'd you what'd you think? Going into it, you had who winning the game? Honestly, I didn't I really didn't know. Like I like a lot of people said, Oh, Paul George is not playing, the Lakers are gonna win, this is gonna this it's gonna be one of those things. I was not confident about it at yeah, all. Yeah. Like, cause it's like for two reasons. One, you're talking about a team that was that's pretty much the same exact team that was already ready to go in the Clippers. And same now, coaching staff. Same, same coaching staff. They, they, they added little increments, and then they got Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George. Yeah. So, like, what did they really lose? So, it, it was like, these guys are just ready to go, and Kawhi is just going to be Kawhi. So, like, why... They won 40-plus games last year without Kawhi or Paul George. Exactly. So, they're looking scary. They really are. Like, it, it, that's, why, that, that's why it was so funny to me watching that game. Because it was, because I said, I had this feeling going into the season about them in a weird way, like comparing both teams, is that I always felt like the Lakers had an incredibly high ceiling, but the Clippers had a higher floor. You get what I mean? Like we knew exactly, like as, as you could see like the heights the Lakers can achieve when they're really good, but. Especially when you take into consideration injuries. Yeah. With floor. Yeah. Because if Lakers get injured, we're going to be bad. Yeah, exactly. If the Clippers get hurt, there's. There's still dudes that could play. Like, you know exactly, like that's the thing is, you know exactly what you're going to get out of them every single night. They could have flashes of brilliance, but it's like, there's a level of consistency when it comes to having a really good team like that. Like you don't, you can't, I want to say say you can't fail because they did lose yeah. this week. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, you can't, you can't really like be a fr- like. There, there's no nights where you're like kind of like wondering, oh, because is the ship gonna fall apart tonight? That's the difference with them and the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers, you could imagine with LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing on the same team together, how insane that could be. And you we you can see yeah, they flat. Did, they did look insane. Yeah. In the first half, I yeah, like saying. you could like you could see flashes of brilliance of like those two guys together. You're like, oh, this is insanely scary. Yeah, but then there's also like the floor where it's like you have all these dudes that have no idea how to play together. They together, had one yeah. training camp, like, so I mean, like going into that game, I had no idea who was gonna win, like zero. I was and even without Paul George, I find that I find that to be like really overrated and weird. 
And I don't know if you had this feeling, but I kind of had the opposite feeling about it, where it's like, it's not... It's a plus with Paul George on the floor, but it's not a negative without him, because... I can you're, see that. You're... You're you're putting Kawhi Leonard out there to do what? Just score the ball. Just score. That's okay, it. But, but be a be a beast. Speaking like, of Kawhi, he like I hate to say this as a Kobe fan, <laughs> as a Laker fan, but there are glimpses because I saw videos of him training at the Mamba Academy mm-hmm. with Kobe. I think it was like Kawhi and and Kyrie and a couple other guys were doing some drills with Kobe. Mm-hmm. But damn, Kawhi in the second quarter especially, the Clippers scored 40 points on us in the second quarter, and Kawhi yeah. had like almost half of that. Mm-hmm. He was hitting shots, and I was having like flashbacks of Kobe. Of Kobe, like no, he the was way re- he's just hitting, hit this one shot over Anthony Davis in the right corner, right in front of the the Clipper bench. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this guy, and especially that I own him in fantasy, makes it even like a little bit sweeter. It's ridiculous. Like he's well, I mean, it's he's not, good at it, It's ridiculous, but it's not like you expect it. But that's what I mean. Is like I go, I went to that game going, uh, like I knew three things going into that game. The first was he was gonna go off he's a because beast. because for the very reason that if the late because if the Lakers played great, then he had no choice but to play his ass off. You know what I mean? Like, like he's always gonna be. He's always gonna no be no true. But what I'm saying is like there's th- that's that's the it's the difference between a 25 point game and a 35 point game. Is how much effort he puts into it, like yeah. if, if versus if everybody else was hitting their shots and everything was absolutely perfect. But that's not always the case every night. Yeah, and he shot fifty two percent too. <clears throat> yeah, like he was great. Like so, I expected that. I, I also didn't. I, I also expected that the Lakers weren't going to be like perfect. They were going to be yeah, sloppy. Yeah, of like course. so, especially against a good defensive team. Yeah, they were great. You know? The thing that so I guess like, so. They lost, so the Lakers lost by 10, and some of that was just, you know, like, free throws in the end, garbage yeah, time yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. so, like, it was tied up until the fourth quarter. It was 85-85, I think. Yeah, like, it was, it was, it was a close game, like, 90, like, most of the time. Like, yeah, it, it, it could have went either way. So. It's probably because the Clippers had home court advantage. I mean, was that really home court at that point? The funny thing see? is, Kawhi getting booed That's at crazy. a home game. I feel bad for him, to be honest with you, like. He got booed once in the free throw line, and he got booed. Before the game, doing his hey, hey, I mean, that little. I don't think he's the kind of person that cares. Nor do no. I think that any of those players care. And I think that's what's cool. What I really like about that Clipper team, not just because of like how good they are, but their culture. They got they have a culture set there. Because the like, if you look at it, whether it's Kawhi or Paul George or Pat Bev, I wouldn't even. Well, I wouldn't say it about like Kawhi and Paul George necessarily, but like when you look at a bunch of those guys on that team, they're all dudes, and it, it's a representation of the Clippers franchise in general, as in. Nobody respected them. Yeah. These are guys that have been thrown around in the league as, like, role players, not even getting paid. Some of them were undrafted. And now they're all on a team together where they they, they feel like they have their backs against the wall. And yeah. whenever they do, they feel the most motivated to win. And that's cool. That's great that they that they have that identity. Like, good for them. You know what you I mean? You need that. You you need something. Because when you're... Because that's what... I was there every night. Because if I was if I was the coaching staff or any of the, those players, I would be personally I would be kind of annoyed at all the questions that they got in the preseason, preseason. for saying, "Oh, this is Laker Town. Like, how do you expect to compete?" It's like, dude, these guys it don't just really f- care. Adds fuel to that fire. You I know. I here's the thing. I wouldn't care. That's my because I would have the opposite reaction. I don't know about you. Like, I would just not care if you. Because my goal is because my goal is to win games. If like, you're a Clipper, you're saying you yeah. Care. If I was if I was Patrick Beverly, like. 
my goal is not to win over. My goal isn't necessarily to like be like, oh, we're gonna take Lake like uh, LA away oh, from right. the Lakers. It's we want to win a title. Like, yeah. why? What? Like, why am I gonna be concerned? I get why he wants to. Uh, it's fun to to be able to like spark that stuff and kind of create talk some, about it. Yeah, like get, get like get. But you something know, out you of know it, who you loves know? talking about that? Hmm. Are the fans? Oh Come yeah, fans. Of course. I have this. I have. I have a firm belief that. There's no such thing as a Clipper fan. You know, <laughs> okay. you are not born um, a Clipper fan. There's no way. If you're born in Los Angeles, you either like the Lakers or you like another NBA team that is not the Clippers. I mean, well, we, we know. It depends. Clippers. It also, I'll give, I'll give depending what year you're born in. Because I know a lot of kids growing up who were born during the Lob City era. Well, they're, they're, they see the Clippers being good and Lakers being horrible. There's one true Clipper fan that we can both agree on. It's Clipper Darrow. That's it. Clipper Darrow is like the most because for anybody who doesn't know this, for anybody who doesn't has doesn't watch Clippers games or has never been to a Clipper game, there's a man by the by goes by the name of Clipper Darrow who's basically the biggest Clipper fan ever. He is at every game, bought season tickets for like life, basically. Yeah. I, I think he was given season tickets. I could be wrong, but anyway, so he. He's there every time. He wears he wears a blue and red suit and like he and cheers really loud and he's really great. Like he's actually a really fun guy. Like I, I sat near him once at a Clipper game. That must like, have been so annoying. Like you know what's funny? It would have been annoying if it was like if it was a Laker game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the the reason why I'm saying that is if is that he was such a at the time. Like this is when the Clippers were like terrible. And I know you're anybody thinking like, oh, when, but like, always, but like when they were really bad, like this is the only bright spot in that entire crowd was him. Who was him? I so, love the passion, you know, because like this, these are people that like guys like him deserve to have their faith rewarded. We also know another Clipper fan, or one of our one of our friends, one and of contributors, our friends. and our and contributors to the show, Z. Insider Z, Insider Z, just and he loves the Clippers, but that's what I mean. It's like I don't forget to follow that Insider Z at Insider Z on Twitter. Yes, please follow. Out. Um, but yeah. again, he he had he he's a a lot proof of what I believe in. <laughs> I mean, I think you guys should debate about this one episode. You you're fun. not bo- you cannot be a like a Clipper fan. Being a Clipper fan stems from being a Laker hater. You know, in, a, in a way, yeah. You know, you, you start off as a Laker hater, and then it becomes like, okay, who should I be a fan of then, if I hate the Lakers? Oh, I guess the Clippers then. Well, I don't know if it necessarily starts with just Laker hate. I think it's also like, you want to sure be a... sure, Laker hate. Well, I mean, because you want... Because it's like, okay, to me, it's also like... The Lakers, like the Cowboys, are like one of the most popular brands in football, right? They're the easiest teams to hate as well. Yeah, and, and it's like like think about it. Like whenever I whenever I meet anybody who's like a Patriots fan, right? They're like, oh, I'm a Patriots fan. It's like, oh, okay, cool, sick. Like, how, how do you? That's like being a Warriors fan. Yeah, like I, I not anymore. R.I.P. Warriors. Uh, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that too. We'll get to that. But yeah, like I. But yeah, like going. But like, like at, at all of that in the end, like going to that game, it was like. Like my biggest takeaway from that game was just it was game one. It was game. Well, I mean, well, biggest I, take is don't overreact. Well, obviously, but clearly what happened after that. But I mean, my biggest takeaway from it was that the Lakers look like and I and like in a very obvious way to me at least they look like they knew they were just figuring stuff out. Yeah. yeah. Like they did not like 
rotations and, were weird. And vice versa, the Clippers looked like they knew exactly what they were doing the entire time, and they were, like, like reveling in it. And, like, why wouldn't they? Like, opening night? They looked amazing. Like, imagine... Ima- like, I could I could totally imagine in Kawhi's mind after being booed, like, trying to address the fans in his first home game. It's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go nuts. I like, mean, it, if like, it wasn't against the Lakers, it would have been a regular home game. True. Yeah, you know? So, like... So it's just funny to me that that's what happened, but yeah, like it's it's, it, it was it was a good showing of like what both, what the Clippers I think are gonna be able to be capable of doing. Now it's gonna be interesting to see what happens when Paul George comes back because I think they're gonna get better. I mean, no, they are gonna get better. Like there's, yeah, there's no like but, questions asked. But it's gonna be like what are they exactly gonna do with like the rotations? You're just How, gonna, who's you're just who's gonna, gonna get knocked down the rotations? Patrick, Patrick Peterson. Is it Peterson? Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Won't start. You know. Oh, oh no. Uh. Or. Yeah, he won't start. Or maybe actually Shamit could potentially not start, and they'll put George instead of there. Yeah, I can see that. And then put Shamit <clears throat> on the bench would makes their bench even better. They had sixty points against the Lakers in the, uh, you, for opening night. By the way, I I I don't know about you, but I thought that was like a gross. I, you talk about like an overreaction. I I, I have this what? weird thing about the Clippers bench? bench stats thing that I find that to be. I know. Kind of, I don't. I'm not. I'm not overreacting on the bench at all. No, no, no. I'm saying specific comparison to the Lakers. You mean? No, just in general. Like, okay, correct. Like you could tell me if I'm wrong because I I could be, but it just it's to me what I notice is like, like okay, you talk about like Montrezl Harrell and and Lou Will, who were both not who were both uh, nominated for Six Man of the Year on the same team. Top yeah. three vote getters. Yeah. And it's great, like, they were both amazing, but here's the thing, it's like, it's like, yeah, they're scoring so many points off the bench, but, and they're contributing so well off the bench, but then I kind of go like, okay, look at their starters, what are they doing? So, ostensibly, let's say, for whatever reason, Anthony Davis comes off the bench, and then Anthony Davis comes in the game and scores 30 points. Mm. And it's like, I, I oh, get, get, so many that. points off the bench. It's like, yeah, well, if your bench players are better than the starters that are coming in for them, then why? You know what I mean? Then, like, what's the... You know what I mean? Let's, wait, what was the final score on that game? So the, it was 112-102. Yeah. And the Clippers bench had 60 of the 112. Yeah, but how many points did... So 52 were the starters. 52 were the starters, but how many of that was Kawhi? Kawhi had 30. Okay, so 22 points for the rest of the starters. Let's say that's four other players. You split that up, that's like, what, that, five that players? Five Zubat. points each about? About five, six points each? Might as well start. Yeah, it. like... But, but you're saying might as well start him. Yeah, you might as well, right? Like, well, I mean, I okay. Here's the thing. I get why. Obviously, it makes your team better to just yeah, because like, they're playing against the second unit. Because you remember that with the Lakers too, back like like Lamar late odds. Yeah, like it, yeah, it's like you everyone like you would praise how great the Lakers bench was. Like, yeah, it was great, but it was also because Lamar Odom, who's a starting mm-hmm. caliber player, was which coming I, off the bench. Which I also hope that Kyle Kuzma is coming off the bench. I hope he doesn't start for us. I don't think he will. I hope he's like the Lamar Odom. <laughs> I, I only don't think I I, I for sure don't think he will only for the very fact that they're not gonna play idiot center and there's no reason to start him. Yeah, I mean they're not gonna do it because like there's no way like AD has to start. I mean not start like play some center of course. Yeah, but it, closing I, lineup. But it's gonna benefit them more in the long run to like keep him health as healthy as possible and also like why wouldn't you bring Kyle Kuzma off the bench? Yeah, and I don't think he cares. I want I want Kuzma and Rondo to both come off the bench. I think they will. I know I know Vogel's been saying that he's gonna start Rondo if he's healthy, which I'm not a big fan of. I like Rondo, but not as a starter. 
I don't. I I think, but I, though that quote kind of got like weirdly misconstrued because like he did come out afterwards and say something like, I don't know, something like, oh, like what I meant to say was that he's gonna start some nights, which. I'll say this is something very interesting about that game and about the way that the Lakers Clippers are. I mean, the La- I mean the Lakers and how it looked at least not just opening night but the fa- for the past two games. Okay. It looks like they're treating it kind of like they're treating the first however many games of the season as kind of like a trial basis. I mean, they're 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 just saying like, okay, whoever outplays who, like, um. After the the uh, Hornets game, they won, beat the Hornets by I think like twenty or something, and almost twenty. And so they and they beat the Phoenix. You see Vogel's. Sun? You see Vogel in the end because they were talking about like, like like anytime they were talking about like role players, right? Like whether it's like Caruso or Dwight or I don't Troy, know, Daniels. Troy Daniels or something. He makes it always seem like oh yeah, it's it's good that what they're doing. Uh, maybe they they could play more. Maybe they'll play less. Like oh yeah, we got guys competing. So he's basically making it sound like besides LeBron and Anthony Davis, everybody else is competing, competing. for their roles, even with the center's position, which is really interesting. Dwight's looking good too, Loki. It's it's interesting to see that in a professional sports environment. It's good though. You I think that competition. I think it's good. I mean, I think it's good in the sense of like it's good for business in general because you want the best people to be able to be. Like competing and having to fight for a spot instead of assuming that they're. It's gonna a have healthy spot. work environment. It's competitive. I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily know if it's gonna be healthy in the long run, but it's competitive. Like it's good. And it's good for, in in like, it's kind of like the justify the means in that way. Like you want to be able to have the best team possible. But, but we at the same have time, we have good like mature vets. You know, like Dudley's a good leader guy. Rondo. LeBron, Dwight's looking like a. I love his body language. I don't know if you've been. I've been. Pay, I pay attention to that little stuff. Yeah, I, I, I've been trying to like see, like look at that because he, he's the only like out of all the things, the players I've been trying to look at. Yeah. At these games, because like I get it, it's early in the season. It's just like they're figuring stuff out, so I'm not really like inve- invested as much as I would would think I would want to be. But yeah, I'm looking at him all the time because I want to see like what is his. A guy who's basically coming in on like a day to day contract. Straight up. Like he could be cut tomorrow. He could. He could easily be cut tomorrow, not be paid for the next game and be like, alright, see ya, like or for the rest of the season. Like But he's he's playing like he's actually wanting to be there and he's treating every moment like it's his last in, in a way, like in, in the league. Cause it practically is. Yeah. And I think that's great. But yeah, I mean go going to the rest of the season. We have this in the first week. NBA seasons. We'll be a top five team. Like we as in the Lakers. Um. So we had more games played. Yeah. Um. I think we want to address the elephant in the room. Uh. The Warriors are. The king is dead. The king is dead. The king is dead as dead can be. I don't even. Okay. I don't know what's. I don't know what was weirder. It's obvious though. I mean, yeah. They have five NBA players on the team. Essentially. That's it. You know what? Because I remember... I think we had this conversation maybe years ago. <clears throat> a couple years ago. I remember talking to you whenever Kevin Durant got there. Yeah. And I remember thinking... I remember saying something like... This is good. This is one of those moves where they all looked at each other and said... We're just going to go for it. Because you knew for sure they were going to... They were going to get like the worst end of it after all this because there's no way there's no way whenever you go that high and that top heavy that you ever recover the same way like because they just couldn't the do you see the Patrick Beverly quote 
about what he said about um about the Warriors. If you want, if you want to quote him, you could totally do it. I he so Patrick Beverly after they Destroyed. basically wiped, basically wiped out the Warriors by like what twenty three points. Is it? I think something like nice. that. Oh wait, no, you're right. Nine. Okay, it ended up being nineteen. Yeah, but, but still, it was a thirty point. Still, game. most of that game was a blowout. It was it was bad, and that was like opening night at the new Chase Center. Arena. Yeah, he was he was uh, post game trolling um, like a a guy who works there, like in the locker room or like in was the it, tunnel, wherever it was. Was it like a janitor or something? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Which uh, he was like, he said, "Y'all cheated long enough. Um, it's a little different now without Kevin Durant, huh?" But you know, I thought it was funny that he called it cheating. Yeah, that's so. That's weird. not who no one cheated, but I get it. But that, but that's also he's like he's talking like a fan, of you know, like I call it cheating. But too. that's also like from from okay, I find it weird as a competitor standpoint to say that another team was cheating. You know what I mean? I don't think he meant like that. Though. I, I but did he though? Like no, like, no, no, no. but that's what I mean. It's like it's weird to say it like that. Maybe he didn't even say that at all. You know what I mean? We're getting secondhand information from like some yeah. janitor. Like you yeah. don't know that. So. But it's, but I did find that funny because yeah they look, they look like a shell of themselves. They look horrible. I've been because during our during our uh, previous episodes when you and JB and I did uh, not Z, have them in my power rankings. Yeah, you guys you guys were debating back and forth about you guys were just debating back and forth about like the, top the about the importance of the Warriors and where they were gonna land. Good done. And I. I think it was Z that thought that they were going to be better. And I actually was on his side because I'm like, there's no way they're going to be like that bad. You have five NBA players. I did. I, but it wasn't until I, I actually like you watched, watched it the and game. you're like, wait, who just shot that ball? Who is that? Who just got that rebound? It looks like you're watching a preseason game. Yeah. Like, I, I, you're or, like why or, is this guy on the court at the same time as Steph? And you, I which is kind of disrespectful to something say. you told me once was that, Especially in the finals last year, that game that Steph had like forty five points and still lost, where he said Steph, Steph Curry now actually feels like what what is like to be LeBron on those bad teams for so many years. Yeah, they that's you could see it happening in real time about him and Draymond Green just mm. having to really carry a team and know yeah. see what it's like to do that. Now Steph Curry's been on the Warriors when they suck too. Yeah, but as a child. Yeah, like he was a kid and he also was injured half the time. Yeah. Like and it, it didn't it didn't really it, it doesn't really affect him. Now he's actually feeling like what it means to be like not only a, a top 10 player, top 5 player in the league having to look around and going I I'm babysitting essentially. But let me tell you this. I don't know about you, but like when I'm watching it I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, this feels good. <laughs> really? I am so happy to see... Because before LeBron even came to LA, I've always been rooting for LeBron. Yeah. Because he, it's crazy to say, but he's been an underdog in every single finals. Yeah, he's never he's never won game one of any finals that he's ever and it's, been in. And it's funny because people love rooting for the underdog, uh-huh. unless it's LeBron. Of course, I feel like there's so many LeBron haters that even when he's the underdog, it's just like, eh, I care less. And now seeing the Warriors like crash and burn, they're zero and two, and after both games, Draymond Green has a quote saying like, "We suck." Yeah, which and I love seeing that. I love seeing. Well, I love seeing it for a different reason than you do because I just I, I love seeing it because when the Lakers crash and burn and everyone hated on us. Because unlike I'm like just wait till your team crash and burn. So yeah, it's gonna feel. Well, they they crash and burn way harder because I, like I said, like I I didn't feel good about it. I just felt not 
shocked. Like I was like, I expected this to happen. I remember even again, like it's, it's that thing of like, when you go so top heavy, you're going to lose money. And I remember so many people, like there is, I forgot who said it. I think it was, it, it was, it was, it was a big ESPN contributor. I think it was Zach Lowe. Like there's, there's, there's a thing I was reading about, um, what at the time when the Warriors were at their like peak, peak, their absolute godlike peak. No, this is Kevin Durant peak. Oh, okay. So like they won, they went 16 and one in the finals and they were like, okay, what's the, like what, what's going to stop? Yeah. Like what, what, because everyone thought, yeah, yeah. In the playoffs. And like, what, what's going to, what's going to happen? Like they're going to crash and burn. Like, or what, or what, uh, they asked like, what was, cause everyone's like, oh, this team's going to look amazing forever. Why would they leave? Whatever. And I remember, I think it was Zach Lowe. It could have been Zach Lowe. It could have been Jackie McMullen. Or it could have been one of the, okay. like, the older ESPN yeah, yeah, yeah. And said something straight up like, it's going to be money. Because there's no way in heck that they're going to be able to afford all those players and have like a decent team. Because it, it could work. It worked at that moment whenever yeah. they had Iguodala and Sean Livingston and Quinn Cook and all these guys on contract, right? But what happens? what happened this summer was now an injury was unfortunate but Kevin Durant looked like he was going to leave no matter what and the media I mean they kind of pushed the agenda I feel like I feel like Kevin Durant just did it just to mess with us what to go to the Warriors or leave the league oh no I think you want I think I think that at some point would probably happen he never fit in even Draymond Green has quotes saying no there, there are quotes saying like Kevin Durant doesn't fit in with these guys he wasn't there from the beginning I think I think like he really just wanted to succeed, you know what I mean? And yeah, he got his rings. He did. He got two of them. At the end of the day, the man's got two rings, and he kind of cemented himself as like a top fifteen all time player. Yeah, like he has no reason to like feel regrettable or guilty about any of the stuff that that happened. Good for it, him. It's it's amazing to me, however, though, that he he did all that, and he basically just. It didn't bother him to leave. And that's why it was so easy for him. Like, well, he got two rings. That was the one thing that I, I thought about. I remember when he left or with that whenever all the rumors are coming out that he was going to leave. And I knew so, like, there were a lot of, like, like analysts and reporters that were saying, like, no, he's going to stay. Why would he leave? Everything's so successful. And I remember thinking in the back of my mind going, he left once already. You know what I mean? Like, o- Oklahoma City wasn't a bad team. They choked against the Warriors. That What did he finish with? Two out of three? Uh, What do you mean? With the Warriors? Two championships? Two, two out of three, out of three. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he was there for that long. Like, he, like, ostensibly, like, he didn't, he left Oklahoma when they when were, they were one great. win away. They were one win away from being the NBA Finals. He was already in the NBA Finals. That's what I'm saying. I feel that. like he's just doing it on purpose and messing So, this. like, I don't know about messing with us, but it, to him, it's also just, like, why, whenever people were trying to say, like, he wouldn't leave, I'm like, yeah, he would. He already did that once. Why wouldn't he leave a good, like, he he showed me like that he would obviously leave a good situation if emotionally he didn't feel like he was happy, and he probably wasn't happy and he probably just left. Very very emotional guy. Yeah, he loves yeah. Twitter. Yeah, he has he has those bunny ears, but it is I, I understand what you mean that it is interesting that they're falling apart like that. They I'm got they got wrecked by they got wrecked by the Clippers, but that wasn't like super shocking in the sense of like okay I they, called it they I oh, I called it because what I had a friend text me. Um, saying he's betting on the game, mm-hmm. um, and he was gonna put place a bet where the Clippers are gonna win by like seven to nine points or whatever. He's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I'd honestly raise that to maybe 13." He's like, "Wow, you're being disrespectful right now." And then I was like, 
Honestly, the more I think about it, the more I want to say bet like 20 plus. Yeah, like bet, bet the over. Yeah. So then I'm watching the game and the Clippers are up by 30 something. Hmm. I'm like, damn, I should have bet the 20 plus. <laughs> and then he, I text him, I'm like, I should have done it, huh? He's like, if you, you would have won uh, $1,800 to your $100. If you put a hundred dollars, which I'm kind of shocked that that was an eighteen to one bet, yeah. like that that would have been no, because people are like, oh, you can't disrespect the Warriors, but then I'm like, they literally have no one on yeah. the team. Plus, Willie Clarkson is out too. If the guy played, uh, what well, then what? Yeah, well, yeah, like what what difference does it make? It what do you got the Warriors at the end of the year? Uh, um, predict a how many games they're winning. How many games they actually win at like looking like the way they are right now? With two games in. They're not okay, here's the thing. Steph is that good that he'll win them games against bad teams. And so is Draymond. Like and if and if Clay and somehow D- comes back about and D- and Delo, like that's another thing. Uh, is, do you bring back Clay though if they're of diff because I say they're gonna win like thirty games. I wouldn't be surprised if they win like here's the thing. And Clay's it, not going to come back if they've already... Uh, obviously, things can change with injuries and things like that with other teams. Like, and they could easily just not... But, realist, Yeah, I can see them winning, like... Are they a playoff team? No. Okay. So, you're saying they're officially less than 40 here's if the they're thing, not a playoff team? Yeah. I would say, like, I could, I could see them winning between 35 and 40 games. Just purely off of, like, talent, they could win 40 games. It's a lot nicer than what I got him at. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, okay, if you're if you're talking about, like, the way it's going right now, mm-hmm. then I would say, um, I'd say probably they win, like, yeah, I would say, like, 35 games. Okay. Right now, because there's no way they're going to be this bad for this long. Like, it can't, like, it's not possible. Uh, I see it. I see it. But, so, any teams that surprise you... In the first week, surprising. Um, Cause I got mine that I was like, "Wow, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed." But I, what, what do you? In know? what way though? Like a team that you did not expect to be good, that ended up being okay. Like, look, okay, like, is- like like looking at the standings, the Wolves are three and zero this first week. But mm-hmm. I'm not impressed. Yeah, that's not that's not. We knew we know what Carlton and Towns can do. We Towns know is looking team. crazy. Wiggins is still very inefficient, although he had a great game today. He had 16 he in the fourth and led them to a win. Uh, I don't know. You go You go with yours first because I don't know where what exactly you want to go with this question. Mine, honestly, that I was like a team that... Uh, I'm just saying purely a team that I was just like, oh, like impressed with was the Suns. Hmm. Like... Two and one. Two and one. If yeah, you t- without DeAndre Ian. They don't have Aiden for because he was suspended twenty five games for for, t- for basically having a dietary supplement, which I still I don't I don't, I don't know. know the full story on that. Yeah, that's that's some that's that's for another episode, but he um but yeah, like they got some nice pieces. And I have two other fantasy players. So. Booker is just insane. Booker's great, Rubio's nice, Kelly Oubre is very solid. Th- here's the thing, Aiden and Rubio didn't play and they beat the Clippers. Oh wow, you're right. So like that's that was I, I I only didn't I didn't watch that game. I watched the well watched not the full game. I, I saw the last like I think eight minutes. And it was only because I was like I saw it on my phone, I'm like, oh I wonder who's playing today. And I just I thought I saw like a glitch where I'm like, wait, the Suns are up against the Clippers right now in the fourth? Yeah. What? And then like Whenever the Suns picked up Beans from the Clippers in the offseason, first of no, all, I'm surprised that Aaron Beans. Aaron, oh, was it from the Clippers? Oh uh, sorry, Celtics. Yeah. First of all, I was surprised the Celtics didn't re-sign him. Mm-hmm. 
And whenever the Suns did pick him up, I was like, you know what? That's a sneaky good pickup. Yeah. You know, I think he was like a really good defender for the Celtics. And I thought the Celtics should have made a priority to keep him. Um, especially with Embiid in the in the in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, I, but yeah, the Suns, they, they uh, that's a good one. I like that. I, because they, because they're at that thing. They they look like the way that the to me they look like the way that the the, the Timberwolves looked like a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when it finally started to click that like oh all these young guys who are really good are on the same team now. I think they're ready to actually start like winning games. It was the same thing with the Warriors from from when Steph got there and Clay got there and they were they were still like they still sucked but then when they started getting good together look what happened after like it it got I'm not saying that the Suns are going to be the next dynasty or anything no. but I'm saying like it it's interesting to see a young team get to play good basketball and actually be fun to watch and they don't have DeAndre and, and they didn't have Rubio so like once they get those two guys back it's it might be a different team might be better or worse but like I thought it, I thought that's just a surprising team for me. Can I choose a surprising team that sucks? Yeah, if that's what. Okay, I'm honestly shocked with uh, the Kings. You uh, thought they'd be better. I thought they'd be better. Zero and three, week one. Um, I don't want to. I don't know. I thought because a lot of people have them as a as like a dark horse playoff team. Mm-hmm. Maybe they might sneak in as a uh, as an eighth seed. Um, so I'm kind of like surprised they're zero and three. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are, are are already calling for Luke's head, which is like, damn man, poor guy. Like he he, how could you do anything about that? Really, like it's at some point it's not your fault. But but then but then it's like they signed uh, um, Harrison Barnes for a lot of money. They just mm-hmm. signed uh, Buddy Heald. They extended Buddy Heald with a nice little contract. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox. That's a, oh Bagley's injured too. That that could be part of the issue. It's part of it. Like, but I still think they're very talented and talented enough to just continue to get uh, wins and not look like an zero three team. I mean, I li- okay. This is this is just it to me. It's like. I know it's cliche at this point to say like oh the Western Conference Western Conference so good you can't lose games or whatever but, but like it is kind of the truth like it sucks it's it's kind of like the same thing with the NFL like there's there's some t- divisions in the NFL that are amazingly talented like like some of the top ten teams would be in the same division but because the playoff the way the playoff structure works there you could be a really good team and still not make the playoffs and they lost the three Western Conference teams who are good mm-hmm. I mean Phoenix is your surprise team. Lost to Portland, lost to Utah. That was that was the one that kind of shocked me was because not because they beat the Kings, they blew them out actually. That's the first what I'm, game. My, that's what I'm surprised. It's like not only are they losing, but they lost to the they lost to Phoenix by thirty, uh, lost to Portland by ten, and lost to Utah by like thirty again. And Utah looked terrible against the, the Lakers, Lakers too. Like they didn't score against us. But and but I, I don't even want I don't even think I would attribute that to the Lakers being that yeah being that great. Like it was, it was just yeah the Jazz had a bad game, but still having a bad game like that and then going and then just demolishing the Kings is just it's amazing. Like I, I do I do I do get what you mean by that. But um, yeah, like is there any games you're looking forward to? For the next upcoming week, um, I'm looking forward to the easy schedule that the Lakers have this next ten uh, ten games that's coming up, and they better win them all, because the Lakers love to ruin those easy games for us. Yeah, like 
I, 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 they're not going to win them all, I think, but I think they're going to probably, let like... Me, let, me, let me read off this next 10 games. Including today, we had Charlotte. Memphis. Should be a win. Dallas. These are... Those are... Memphis is home. Now we got three at Dallas. We got... I mean, uh, three away games. Dallas, San Antonio, Chicago. Mm. Should be... I could, I, I'll say we could... We win at Dallas. Mm. We lose in San Antonio. Okay. We beat Chicago at Chicago. We come home and beat Miami. We stay home. We'll lose to Toronto. Okay. We beat Phoenix at Phoenix. And then we beat Golden State and Sacramento at our place. Yeah, that's not... So 10 games, I'm giving us 8-2. and two. I If I had to bet right now, I'd probably bet like 7-3. and three. I think they're going to lose a game just based off of like... Who, who do we lose to? I got we lost to San Antonio and Toronto. I would throw Phoenix in there, honestly. You're a big time. No, no, I love Phoenix. Well, I mean, not not because I love them in necessarily because they they could. Well, because it just seems Bain's, like Bane's gonna shut down Davis. It I would not even for that. I just think like it's a team that they're probably just not like they're not gonna be ready necessarily for it because every year there's always there's always a game or two where a team just like lets it go. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a trap game. And it's, I feel like that's one of them. I wouldn't, be, but I'm not going to say, I'm not necessarily going to say that, oh yeah, like it's definitely going to be that game, but I could see that being one of the games that they lose. And the Lakers, like, like I said, love losing to bad teams and just they, like. The, 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 the Lakers love snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if that Just ruining my day. Like, it, it would just, it, it would happen. But um, if you, as of right now, if you had to pick your top 10 teams. Compared to what, like, like compared to what you thought it would be, my top ten teams, in in no particular order. No, no particular order. At all. Okay, I'm going Lakers, Clippers, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Houston. They're looking nice. Okay. Russell Westbrook still getting triple doubles somehow. Harden <laughs> started off a little slow, but it's all good. Um, then I got Philly and Milwaukee. Um. As my top two Eastern Conference um, teams. Then I got Denver, Portland. Um, what else we got in the West? I got Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. I think that's it from the West. And then from the East, I'll throw in. I'll throw in the Raptors. I like the Raptors a lot. How many teams that is? Yeah, One, you're still two, big three, on four, them. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. And my final team as a top ten team, um, we'll go Celtics. Why not? Really? Yeah. Why not? I you you know what's funny? I haven't been, I I haven't heard nothing from them. Like I'm like big, media coverage, I'm big, anything uh, like. I'm a huge Brad Stevens guy. I you love know the man. I've read his books. Follow, uh, love his play call. I love his cool, calm, and collected. That's if our if if I like were to say which coach I look up to and like try to be him is 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 Brad Stevens from the NBA. I can remember that if you want. It's, it's a nice nice good plug for his book. Love him. Um, but yeah, like let's start. Thank you everybody for listening for today. Thanks for listening. If it's your first time, it's your second or third time. Thanks for listening again. Um, Follow us on Instagram, 
Twitter since '94 at since '94. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Apple, you know all that stuff. Spotify, um, and a, like a lot of other cool platforms. Anchor. Shout out to Anchor for being able to get us on a lot of these platforms. Um, we thank you guys for listening. We put a lot of work in the show, and we're really happy that we can talk Continue sports to... and be able to do this and back ne- next time we'll have our regular scheduled programming with jb and we, we miss you johnny and um you know what we should end, do before we should, we should before, do a three-way one day i think it'll be a good idea i think we should have a three-way but i think something that i wanted to get you ready for since he's not here and i think he'll, he would love to hear this is that you won the 30 second rant from last week on the cowboys eagles game i'm gonna save that until johnny gets you here. really want to save that yeah for you. i want johnny to be here Ooh, okay Alrighty then. Uh, Thank you everybody for listening and see you next time. Peace. Peace.